Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Coming up on the Holder Mess podcast, I think I thought this one was going to be about a D minus, and it ended up being like a B minus. Stop. It was amazing. We dive into what's tearing the internet apart, Yanni versus Laurel, and then also something that's tearing our family apart. Plus, any lyrics to songs you've misheard, we cover a bunch of them coming up. It's a podcast from our decadent parlor in the woods. As our courtship blossoms, we talk about it as we should. We will take your naughty questions and engage in conversation. Frigga digga 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 lady. Frigga digga digga dee dee. Welcome to the Holderness Podcast. Hey, Oh, wow. Wow. Hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the Holder Mess Podcast. I feel like you should be wearing tights and like a feather in your cap. And a powdered wig? Yes. That's what, that was the intent. We do a different open every week. This week, we went Baroque classic. <laughs> um, you know, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Here, here I, come the notes. Um, I think there was, it was, you know, very high pitched and it was very jolly. I liked, I, I, I appreciated the... Um, the um... jocularity. Yes. Okay. Yeah, see, I thought it sounded sinister the whole time. Well, that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded very creepy. I was channeling my inner Amadeus. Remember that guy was oh. a weirdo. Yeah. All the great ones are. All the great ones are kind of weird. You know what else is kind of weird? Laurel. Yeah. Laurel. Laurel. Wait a minute. Laurel. You said Yanny yesterday. That one I hear Laurel, Laurel now. I hear Laurel. But I Laurel. heard Yanny yesterday. So did I. Laurel. Is it because of what we're playing on? Because we got headphones on. No. So because I've been tripping out on this thing this whole time, I recorded it from my microphones from the internet so that I owned my own version of it. Right. And so that's my copy of it. And yesterday it said Yanni. Yesterday it said Yanni. 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 Hang on. Play this one. Just, this is off your computer because we're going to get to the bottom of this. Um, 
That's Laurel. Laurel. No, that's Yanny. <laughs> that's Laurel. Oh, that, that was Laurel to me. 100% Laurel. Laurel. That's Yanny. It's not. It's I hear, okay, guys. I hear Laurel. Because we have wasted so much time on Yanny versus Laurel that we're going to waste more of your time. Yeah, all right. So it, you, we found these different pitches Laurel. and speeds, right? That's Laurel. Laurel. And then that's Yanny. They're both Laurel. Laurel. No. Okay, what does it say about... Laurel. Oh, okay. This... Can I say something? That this is tearing the internet apart, and I could not be more thrilled. Because normally what tears the internet apart is a political something, Mm -hmm. and it gets terrible, and people get mean. But now people are just getting mean about something silly. For example, people I... People who think it's Yanny make me sick. Like I'm that, boiling Those are the for, comments that yeah. we're getting. Yes, but I could not be more thrilled that this is a gold dress all mm-hmm. over again. I definitely saw gold dress, by the way. I saw a gold dress. I think this is more spooky than the what? gold dress. This is driving me insane. The fact that we don't hear things the same way, which means... Do we see Max, the same color? Max Trujillo, by the way, our producer. Hi, Max. How Hello. are you? The, the color thing is one thing, but me talking, like, do I sound like a chipmunk to you, mm-hmm. relatively speaking? I, absolutely. Yeah. We must all be interpreting this from our ear to our brain different. It's always been something kind of trippy that I've, I've thought about since I was a kid. Yeah. Like, hey, do we see the same colors and hear the same stuff? But this is the best example of yeah. it I've ever heard. And I, I really feel it goes to show that it's where people just hear things differently. Song lyrics, for example. When we're in a fight, for, and you hear me say something, and I obviously meant something different, you sometimes take it. And for, you hear Yanny. I'm saying Laurel. For example, when I say something like, hey, Penn, can you help me unload the dishwasher? You hear, hey, you should just sit on the couch and with your cell phone and close. scroll ESPN. Close, close. What I hear, is, what I hear from you is, hey, Penn, can you do this eventually? Yes. And what you are saying is, hey, Penn, can you do this right, right now. this bleeping minute? Right. Um, I think that's so, – yeah, so we, okay. we have different – so I almost imagine us walking around with different filters. And that's – so it's interesting. I wonder what it says about us that I hear Laurel and you hear Yanny. Have they done relationship research on this? Max, get on that. Uh, is there something on the internet that You know has... what it is? I, on, with these headphones, we're wearing headphones now. Everything, the, the lower tones are coming through. So I hear Laurel. But through my computer, I'm hearing higher tones. So I'm hearing Yanny. So what is it about my brain that I can hear both, but just through different... I, don't, I think that's happening to everybody. Because I... there are ways, if you change the pitch or if you change the bass level... Uh, an audiologist explains why you hear... Yanni or Laurel? Yanni. Yanni, sorry. Or You've both. never heard Yanni, have you? Is that No, why I heard it one time. It was okay. Yanni. Yeah. Yanni. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, an audiologist explains why everyone on the internet is asking Yanni or Laurel. This all comes down to the brain, says Dr. Kevin Frank, director of audiology at Massachusetts Eye and Ear. The fact that brains go in one way and some brains go in another means that we're all just wired a bit different based on our experiences. I think it matters how you're listening to it, whether it's headphones out of your computer. But I'm thrilled that this has torn the internet apart. More of this 
is what I have to say. More silliness. Right. Well, so he says, uh, spoken language puts relatively arbitrary barriers around sound to turn it into very different meanings. Those boundaries could be drastically or subtly different for each of us, depending on factors like our native language and dialect, where we grew up, and how our brains internally process sound. No matter how minimal, though, these discrepancies can add up to different people hearing very different things or hearing different words on different listenings. So that's interesting. One of the things the dialect was interesting. So maybe New Yorkers and Southerners are on a different team when it comes to this. But maybe- this is bizarre because, and that's why I'm freaking out, is just now, what we just did was an exact experiment. We took the audio clip I had, and we all agreed it was Laurel. Mm-hmm. Then, Kim, you took another clip that you got from the internet, played it, and Penn and I both heard Laurel, and you heard Yanny. 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 And of course, our listeners right now are all saying, like, they're like, please stop talking well, about this. Well, it depends on what they're playing it on. If they're playing it on their iPhone, they probably hear one thing. If they're playing it on their car radio, they probably hear something different, right? Right. Listeners, what do you hear right now? Laurel. Laurel. Yanny. Laurel. Yanny. Wait a minute. Wait, you're hearing now Yanny. Yeah, I hear Yanny. Yeah. And that's on the track that I have Laurel. on my computer. I don't know. Kim, what that's is the same Laurel. thing you, you just flipped up five seconds ago. I don't know. Now I'm here. I, I'm questioning everything. <laughs> I can't take this anymore. So you're like an ambi hearer. I'm an ambi hearer. You're, you know what? I'm a very empathetic person. So I'm that kidding. has nothing I, I, to do with anything. <laughs> so we just released a video also last week about uh, misheard song lyrics, and there were some hilarious ones. I think we should play a few of them. Yes, and we may have to explain to people what we're saying because we, we don't have the the screen video. for it. Right. So here is uh, misheard lyrics. Why don't you hit me with your pet shark? Hit me with your pet shark. Fire away. Yeah. That, of course, was Pat Benatar. Uh, that is Hit Me With Your Pet Shark, which apparently a lot of people hear when they hear that song. Yes, that was among my favorite. And now I can't hear Pat Benatar right. singing Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Yeah, this, with- ne- this next one actually came from my friend at the gym where I work out who, for his entire life, he loves Eddie Money. And there was this song called Two Tickets to Paradise. And this is what he heard. My God, two chickens are paralyzed. Won't you pack your bags? We'll leave tonight. My God, two chickens are paralyzed. He heard he heard two chickens are paralyzed. I had the best time shopping for props because I had to find two rubber chickens. As we love, but I lost it. She got too close, so I farted. Now I'm lost in the world trying to find me a better way. Zach Brown, knee deep. Uh, he said she got too close, so I fought it. Oh, fought it. Fought it. Now I can't unhear farted. Our viewer thought it said farted. Um, next up, Backstreet Boys. Tell me why ain't nothing but a fart. Tell me why ain't nothing but a meat steak. So what were the real words? About? Ain't nothing but a heartache. Ain't nothing but a mistake. She oh. heard fart hay and meat steak. Meat steak. Yeah. A lot of meat yep. references. Steve Winwood. Bring me a pie of love. <laughs> Bring me a pie of love. Yep. Yes. Because he's bound to take your life. There is a bathroom on the right. I thought that it said bathroom on the right. What are the real words? There is a bad moon on the rise. Yeah. It's the name of the song. 
Bad Moon Rising. It's yeah. not called Bathroom Rising. <laughs> but I really, deep down in my heart. All right, ABBA time. Oh, Dancing Queen, feel the heat from the This one is funny because if you just took a second and heard the tambourine playing throughout the entire song, you should probably know that. But she heard tangerine. Yeah, just... feel the beat. Notice I'm saying she. We had like 95% female entrance in this. So this actually comes from Kim Holderness. And from, me. And Both you. of us. We Both thought of it us. was under my arm forever. Like, I'm putting my arm around you. Yeah. You're, you're my buddy. And when I, we were living in New York, I think, when that song came out. And I'm like, what a weird song, Under My Arm Forever. Yep. Was, yeah. Forever young. Yeah, I want to be forever young. Do you really want to live forever? Let me, forever. So it's forever young. This woman, her best friend in um, elementary school was named Amber. Amber Young, and she thought the song was about her, Amber Young. And so <laughs> Very order, on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> if you look at the video, I got permission from – she tracked down Amber Young, hadn't talked to her in about 30 years, and, okay. uh, and she gave us permission to use her face in the video and also told us that she hates that song. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh. All about just to please you. Right, so the, the actual words are all the better just to please you. And this woman's husband thought that it was haul a bathtub just to please you. Yeah. Which. I mean, sure. it, if you hear it, it depends, right? How you hear it, right? Yeah. yeah. And, okay, then speaking of husbands, this woman's husband sang this song. With broken arms, nothing to hide. Yeah. He sang this at the wedding. Stop. And he didn't know. And she's like, what are you doing? He, he sang <laughs> it at their wedding. Yeah. At some time around their wedding, yeah. Like, I, I come was... to you with broken arms. Yeah, instead well, of open arms. Well, that's kind of sweet. Like, no, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm broken. You're maimed. <laughs> you're not broken. Now I'm feeling so fly like a cheese sticks. Like a cheese sticks. Like a cheese sticks. Yeah, that is actually from Kim Holderness as well. But other people thought that as well. A lot of people. It was fly like a G6 forever. I thought it said fly like a cheese stick. I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. Well, let's be honest. Most of us are more familiar with cheese sticks than with a G6. Everyone said this one, too. This was a big vote getter. So comments from this morning, this woman was like, not only did I hear Tony Danza, she heard count the headlights on the highway (laughs) instead of headlights. And now I can't think of it any other way, too, which is pretty perfect. That's amazing. Do you like being enchiladas or getting caught in the rain? (laughs) Yeah, I like being enchiladas. And here's the end of the song. And we're done. Thank yes. you, Max. For- so mishearing things, we all do it. And we even got some great comments on that video. Like, it takes a piece of meat with you. What oh, was yeah. That one? Every time you go away, away, 
you take a piece of meat with you. <laughs> just like a chicken nugget. Just yeah. take a piece we of meat. We could go through, but yeah, we got a ton of great comments. We have to do a part two of this, I think. Yes. Because... So we got, so I think we all hear things differently. Mm-hmm. And I wish we could keep this in mind when we start talking about politics. It depends on your perspective and what you're hearing and how often you hear it and through what lens you're hearing it from. But um, that being said, I'm thrilled that Yanni versus Laurel is tearing the internet apart. Uh, Hannah said, my college roommate thought the lyrics to, and I love this song. Remember, I'm blue. She she thought it was, I'm blue. If I was green, I would die. If I was green, I would die. I was green, I would die. (laughs) Isn't that great? So why does our brains go there? I don't know. Are you trying to think? Almost all of them are food related. I think that we're just thinking about food all the time. Like Material Girl, this woman heard Cheerio Girl. Right. You know, I was I was saying yesterday because I bought props to do this video and it was all food related. Mm-hmm. So yeah, our, I think our brains we're just all really hungry. Maybe that's what it comes well, down Weird to. Weird Al made a career out of it. I mean, yeah. God yeah. bless that guy. All, all my friends are heathens. Take it slow. By the way, one of my favorite songs by Twenty One Pilots. All my friends are eating steak real slow. <laughs> that's good. Uh, I get knocked down, but I'm a lumberjack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this is the best one. I feel like I need to go to the piano for this one. Okay. Oh, okay. If I fail, if I succeed, at least you can, at least I have my dignity. Yeah. You can't take away my dignity. Yeah. She heard, if I fail, if I succeed, you can't take away my bed night tea. You can't take away my bed night tea. Bedtime tea? Bed night tea. Not bedtime tea. Bed yeah, again, tea. another one. A food, I yep. mean, food-ish related, right? Okay, here's one. Uh, ain't no one gonna... Ain't never gonna break up my stride. You know that one? Yeah. Um, ain't no one gonna break up my spine. I'm never gonna slow me down. Ain't no one gonna break my spine. This isn't as funny uh, as I thought it was gonna be. Uh, Little known fact: That's Matthew Wilder that sings that song. Yeah, I taught his son how to play guitar. Stop in Los Angeles. Look at that. How'd Man. that work out? Uh, one lesson, and all his five-year-old son wanted to know was how to play uh, "Live in La Vida Loca." I mean, I don't blame him. And how'd that work out? Uh, I only had one lesson. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It was never asked back. I mean, this is a pretty good one. Uh... Oh, she's all right. She's all right. She's all right. Rogaine. <laughs> <laughs> Rogaine. I love it. Does that count as my instant talent show? Yes, it does. All right, we're good. Okay. I, I think this brings... A, I think this brings about a greater conversation of things are not what they seem, right? I think that we all hear things differently. We all see things differently. And there have been times in our life when we've just been plain wrong about stuff. For example, our dog looks oh, very man. cute. And so many people try to come pet our dog. And she has sweet eyes and she she's looks up so at you and she floppy. has soft fur. Yeah. And she's turns kind of smiling out, at you. Turns out she is rather aggressive. She's insane. <laughs> it turns out our sweet rescue dog Ruby will bite people. Mm. I know. Hang on. She will nip at people. She does uh, no. not. She does not draw blood. 
And this is where she would be put down if she we have to make. No, I'm I'm serious. We have to make this clear because the way you're describing her, she should be like picked up by animal protection. That's not the case. So here's where you know how there's mommy police. There's also doggy police. So we walk her or run with her an hour every day. This dog gets so much exercise and but she's a little crazy. So I use one of those prong collars and it's metal and it looks really terrible and painful. It's not. I've done it around my arm and pulled as hard as I could just to make sure wasn't hurting her and every time I put a picture on Instagram of our dog with this collar on I get doggy mom police talking about how cruel and terrible I am um, but literally it's the only thing that's made us able to walk our dog what is the, it's like a it's like a, a like it, it, firm it, it, it's not like yeah a loose collar. yeah so it, it kind of squeezes and when she tries to run after say another dog hmm. so she does great yeah. in a dog park she does great in a dog park if, but if she has a leash on and she passes another dog, she will try to eat that dog. <laughs> you and I – Kim and I have very different experiences with our dog. I agree that our dog needs training and it needs conditioning. But our dog is reacting largely to what is going on inside our brains because she's picking up on it. So it's my fault. I'm not saying that it's your fault. I'm saying that two different things happen when we take our dog out for a walk. So here's the deal. Our dog is the most obedient dog. She's been through obedience training. So she can sit and stay and all of that stuff. We've, we've done all that stuff. She goes to dog park. She goes to, you know, we have a dog sitter who has small children. But if you come into our house like a sweet babysitter did – and Ruby doesn't – and we did some things wrong. We held her down by the collar and apparently you're not supposed to do that. She jumped up and she bit a babysitter. Did not draw blood, but she's still bitter. Yeah. And it was very – I freaked out. Right. So here's here's what happened next. Kim called 17 trainers. And I don't Dog blame her. behavioral experts. Yeah, like experts. And so I understand that. And then Kim also said, you know, this is going to be my thing. I'm going to take this under my – scope of leadership here i'm going to change this dog i'm going to make it my passion it's going to be what i do but she also has opinions from like 27 different people right now and no one has the same opinion on how to deal with this like our veterinarian told us something different than the person that we have been working with as a trainer and then the dog whisperer specialist that we brought in said something different from the other people and then the fourth person who like helps with door manners said something different from the third person. So basically I have spent more on dog obedience training than I have on my children. Basically our dog Ruby has the equivalent of a college education and how much money I've paid to train her. And I do what I do know because I'm now a dog expert. It's all about her relationship with me. She feels the need that she is to protect me. And she doesn't care about me that much. Not really. <laughs> she doesn't feel like she has to protect me. No, and she, but she will if she sees somebody who she thinks is threatening me, she will like growl and snap. And it makes it honestly makes me very sad because now if we have people over, we meet in the driveway and she sniffs people out, and then if she walks into the house with you, she's okay. Um, but you can't just have like a southern pop in. No, like those. No, those can't happen. And so it stresses me out when our kids have friends over, and she has she's been fine with them, but she'll try to jump, and that just freaks me out. What has been shocking to me is how many I I have asked everybody for advice. So I've told everybody, oh my gosh, my dog bit a babysitter, and I'm freaking out, and I don't know what to do. And she growls at people if we're or she or at another dog if we're walking past him. I would say 95% of the people have said, 
Oh, dogs do that. Our dog bites people. It doesn't draw blood, so it's fine. And I think that's not cool. I'm in agreement with you on that. Yeah, I don't think that just because it's not drawing blood that it's not cool. They're like, oh, dogs outgrow that sort of stuff. She's just, you know, blah, blah, blah. That in, I have to say, even one of the dog behaviors people said, that was more of a warning. It was more of a, a, yeah, yeah, she she locked on there, but she didn't, if she wanted to break the skin, she would have. Um, And so it was more of a warning. I disagree. I think that that's like, that's not it's a sign of aggression and it's, and, and I know she's scared. Like our vet said that she's, she, I can tell she has a lot of anxiety. Um, so obviously she's turned into me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's interesting you said that because the most, the most enlightening thing I heard from any of these five experts. And by the way, thank you for taking this under your wing and My thank purview. you for it. Yeah. And I am very proud of all the work that you have done and I can tell that it's made Ruby a better dog. And I think it's lessened Kim's anxiety about it. But when someone's at the door, Kim is tense because of history of what has happened. Mm-hmm. Kim is tense because of what Ruby might do to that person. Yeah. Ruby picks up on that anxiety and tension and misinterprets it as Kim feels threatened by this person at the door. Yeah. Mm. So the dog is, is not um, able to – I mean, it's a dog – but it's reading that as Kim needs protection, not I need to chill out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that nuts? That so it it it's like a snake eating its own tail, it, right? It's, the, it, it's, so one hundred percent of the people are like it's it's your relationship. You have to relax and you have to chill out. So I sit there and after you know the UPS guy's coming, I have to actively go like ah. Like, I have to take a deep breath. Oh, okay, Ruby, we're super calm now. Back up, and I have to do that. Yeah. I also want to say, all these people, the way they say that, it makes Kim feel like it's her fault. It's not your fault. Our dog is crazy. Like, we have to put some blame on the actual dog's personality. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Our dog is a little bit nuts. I love her to death. We both love her to death. I know. But one thing you need to make sure that you understand, I've I've whispered this to you very consistently, it's not your fault. I know. I know. And I... I You have a reason to be anxious about it, because Ruby's crazy. She is crazy. And so... Uh, uh, sticking with the theme of things are not what they seem, we started talking about Yanny versus Laurel, and now we're talking about my crazy dog. I'm sure people are going to have comments about what I'm doing wrong, and you can send those to us. You know, I love to be judged. Yeah, we've only got five opinions. How many think we'll get after this? Oh, my gosh, 20. 20? Um, but here's the thing. I'll, I'll read anything. You will. I will read and try to implement anything. Okay, that being said, we do get a lot of questions, To You can send us a direct message on Instagram, a Facebook message, or email us at holdermess, M-E-S-S, podcast at gmail.com. Have we have... gotten any emails from there yes. yet? I just assume yeah, everyone's yeah. going to misspell those. Yeah, okay. no, we have. Okay. And, and Max has some questions that... By the way, uh, are you familiar with the Kenny Rogers song, Ruby? No. Ruby, don't take your love to town. Ruby, don't. Oh, I like it. So Ruby, um, I think we're, we're not allowed to actually play the actual song, but the gist, and I think even, um, I think the 21, 21 Pilots has, has covered it, uh, but it's a great song about a woman who's way younger than her older husband who gets injured in the war and is crippled. But so she decides to go downtown to go find love uh, because her man isn't able to. And he it's sung from the perspective of the man. And he's now fixing to stop Ruby permanently. It's a very dark song. Wow. Okay. Why did you just bring that up? (laughs) 
Well, you named your dog Ruby. <laughs> I'll probably have to take that out. Of here. No, Sorry. you better leave that in. <laughs> You've painted up your lips and rolled and curled your tinted hair. Oh. I Ruby, thought, are you I really thought Max was going to say something so inspirational to us. I know, about like, our dog just, just have faith. Just your dog it loves you. No, <laughs> your dog is named after a word I can't say. Yeah, uh, from Alicia Bell. I know you've mentioned Penn has ADD, and I suspect most likely your kids may. Uh, Wait, just from looking at the videos? <laughs> <laughs> How do you juggle that life? Tips for handling the issues we face as parents with kids with ADD. Both me and my husband have it as well as our kids, and it is tough. We are highly sensitive people. Us girls have inattentive ADD. Not sure which kind my son has yet, but anything related to this. Okay. Well, neither of our children have been diagnosed with that. I suspect our son could lean that way. Right. I When I was my kid's age, just so you know, they didn't have a name for it. It was just being a spaz or a space cadet. And I certainly had it. And I think I had some patient parents and some patient teachers. And I think I was smart enough that it didn't affect grades. But Penn and I, PC and I have a ton in common. Mm -hmm. I used to be really sensitive I would go, I would have these highs and these lows, these kind of emotional roller coasters where I'd be really, really excited. And then I would just start crying. Mm -hmm. And that, that is the part that's presenting itself probably the most, um, outwardly right now for Penn Charles, but he's doing well in school. Uh, he has not gotten any like major behavioral demerits yet. So there hasn't been a need really to diagnose him. I, I think so in terms of tips and tricks just for in our house, it's funny because just like our dog to bring dog that a an exhausted dog, a tired dog is a good dog, an exhausted, a tired husband with ADD or son who has a lot of energy, they work better. So if Penn doesn't get – No, no, no. So listen. what have you been doing to me? I've been just making you run around. No, here's the deal. If If either one of you, if our son or you don't get – some form of exercise outlet, you're both really grumpy. So that's why we, no matter how busy we are, I'm forcing him out the, out the door to go exercise because... Like Ruby. Like Ruby. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Like a tired dog is a good dog. A tired kid is a good kid. And so we, I really do, and a, tired, and a husband who has a lot of energy, it's it's literally sometimes at night, if, if PC has been stuck in school all day or if he's doing something, I'll make him run laps around the yard. Or go jump on the trampoline just or to the get ba the basketball goal is really helpful too. Yeah, yeah, just just to get that energy out. And same with the husband; he gets in a really cranky, bad mood if he doesn't exercise. So I have another question. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So my husband and I also work together and have small children. How do you separate work home life, or is it even possible? God bless you. Um, how do we separate it, Pen? We we would love advice from anybody about that. We've been doing it for four years. I think. Hang on. Let me try to answer that. Okay. Go for it. We each have things that we like to do on our own. Yes. And we know that when we hear or see those cues to the thing that we want to do, we get out of the other person's way. For instance, Kim sometimes will work out in the living room. Yes. She will turn on a video and start working out. This is something, by the way, um, that I have just learned. 
and I don't know if I've done it correctly more than once, and today was the first time I did it. When you walk in and your wife is doing a workout video, that doesn't make her available for general oh conversation or questions. You don't walk in and say, hey, you know, I just had the weirdest conversation. Hey, can you like look up something and make sure that uh, I can't find this like email? What's going on? I, I've done that several times. Many. And she she's her response is, you know what? I'm going to go to your CrossFit gym today, and I'm just going to start talking to you in the middle of your workout. <laughs> and and that it's so funny. That day that I went, I was totally expecting her to follow up on it and to come in. <laughs> I was too lazy. Was, I would yeah, have. Was really nice. So this morning, I saw you. Yeah. And I walked the bleep away. Yes, you did. And I deserve a pat on the back for that. No, I don't. No. But little, so little things like that, understanding when the other person needs space and certainly granting it to them from time to time. We also have, we have sort of designated spots. I have like a club where I can go to. I have a floor that I can go to, sometimes a restaurant for lunch to get away. Yeah. Do you have like separate working stations? I, yeah. I work mm-hmm. more downstairs. We have like a bonus room upstairs he usually works in. And we also have different jobs within our like business. So he does all the songwriting, obviously, whereas I do the, I post everything, I write everything, I deal, I just do all the emails, all the administrative stuff, plus, you know. I also uh, do all the editing, which probably takes 80% of the time. Right. So I think we have different jobs within our same business. So we work together, but we do different things. And I think that helps. But we are also just in general in our marriage. And I think this is helpful for anybody. You have to have your own thing. You have to have your own interests. Even he, you know, Penn recently started playing tennis and it takes up a lot of time, which is a whole different conversation, but it is honestly inspired me i'm like wow you don't get every single night now i'm i'm like i'm gonna find a hobby but until then i'm just gonna leave the house at night so um and he and he's being very supportive yep (laughs) i have another one here Uh, i am currently a student oh this is from olivia cruiser i am currently a student studying journalism and political science and interning at nbc news nice hoping to pursue a career in broadcast news i know that's where both of you had your start so my question is what important steps did you take and advice that you would give uh, give to get where you were professionally as on-air personalities? And what is it like to quit everything you knew to start your own media business? Okay, there's so two, two questions. Two questions in there. I will say, um, first of all, I majored in journalism and political science, so same, same. But the world is so different now than it was way back then. So I tell people who want to get into broadcast journalism just to go on a reality show. I'm kidding. No, but seriously, <laughs> you almost need to you almost need to come with your own profile. So I tell people to start a YouTube channel, to start an Instagram account, a, a, you know, for and I start a blog and to, you have to almost come to a market with your own audience because it's considered in your resume. And it's, it's one considered, of the first things they look at. And so mm. they they look at your social media profile cuz friends who still work in local news a big part of their job right now is engaging on social media and they, you know, and how they're likes and follows and all of those things are trend so you have to be able to demonstrate that you can do that um so that is the advice i give also internships which you're doing if you're interning at nbc news i would just add she mentioned on air you know i wasn't really sure what direction she was going in there because there's a lot of different jobs in news there's directors there's producers uh, there are photographers and obviously i think the, the most upfront one and the one most people want to do is on air it is the highest amount of uh, demand 
for jobs and it's yeah. the lowest amount of supply. The supply demand curve is completely out of whack. So you have to stand out in order for those things to happen. YouTube channel is one of the things. And while you're doing that, you need to learn the basic skills of storytelling, not I'm trying to think of like a big reporter. Scott Pelley. Scott Pelley is a, an amazing journalist. Scott Pelley has a photographer. He has probably someone who does his wardrobe. He, he certainly has an he editor. He doesn't have a wardrobe. I bet he does. No, he doesn't. Scott Pelley. He's, no one wears a flak jacket like Scott Pelley, and I guarantee it's that that, is that not someone a who styled, supplies him with a flak jacket. No. Um, that okay. My point being... <laughs> It becomes more specialized the higher up you are. And if you're working for NBC News, that's a highly specialized place to work. So you can get pigeonholed into doing one thing. What I would advise that you do is take advantage of any sort of media that you have, whether it's your laptop, your iPhone, or a camera, and learn how to write, how to edit, how to stack a story together with video and audio elements and tell a compelling story that way instead of working with someone who's going to do it for you. Because if you want to get an on-air job, your first job, and maybe your second job, and potentially your third job, you're going to have to know how to do all of those things. So when you're in a specialized spot like NBC News, you've got to create your own sense of learning when it comes to that yeah and and as for quitting it all um that was really scary i think that's a whole podcast episode all on its own but taking the leap and jumping off a cliff i wish we had done it earlier um i can't imagine though we didn't have i mean we're like youtube facebook all that stuff really wasn't a thing when we were coming up but i wish my regret is we didn't start earlier because jumping off the cliff and not having insurance and not having a steady paycheck with two (laughs) small children was scary um and that's i think that's a whole topic for another day and final question are you a rabbit what yeah that's what the person wrote are you a rabbit hang on let me google that because i don't really know what's going on (laughs) is that are are you a a if i were going to be an animal although i really love dogs i think i'm more of a cat disturbing thing because i don't really like a lot of people Okay, hang on. Keep talking. I'm I'm getting some research here. No, I think I think. Why did you go to Yahoo search? Who I don't Yahoo I'd... search. <sighs> did somebody really ask that? Was it a misspell? I, I'll tell you what. I are am you not. a rabbi? I am not a rabbi. He's uh, a Presbyterian. Although so... we've we've known some terrific rabbis. I know. Love a our, good rabbi in our lives. Okay, so let's start with this. In the Urban Dictionary, a rabbit is a very fast car. Um, there is a um, personality test that tells you whether or not you are a wolf or a rabbit. And there's a Marilyn Manson song called Are You the Rabbit? <laughs> this is the internet, and I love it. I love that we started with Yanni versus Floral, and we're ending on Are You hang a on, Rabbit? Hang on. There's rabbit in the Chinese zodiac. Oh, maybe that. I think I'm a dragon. I'm a tiger. I think I'm a um, So, no, neither of us are rabbits. You'd have to have been born in 1975. I was born in 74. She was born in 76. I'm going to assume that was the question they asked. <laughs> The answer is no. Kick, save, and abuse? Nope, we're not rabbits. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for your questions. You can hit us up on Instagram. We're at the Holderness Family. Oh, thank you, Max. Uh, uh, Facebook, YouTube, all that. Subscribe, please. Leave us some feedback. We love to read it. Oh, Lord. I'll be in the powder room. We'll see you next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.